It's Powering Kindness Week here on News Talk. Lunchtime and Moncrief have teamed up with the Irish Heart Foundation, as we've been telling you. We want to raise as much as we can for the Irish Heart Foundation because every week in this country, at least one person under the age of 35 dies from what is an undiagnosed heart problem. We want your good deeds, by the way. Get your good deeds into us now. Text the word heart with your good deed to 53106. It'll cost you the 30 cent. That money will go to the charity. But the more we get, the more likely it is that the Irish Heart Foundation will will get the 60 grand, the biggest prize on offer from Electric Ireland uh, for this particular event this year. Uh, Lucinda McNerney from Middleton in County Cork was completely unaware that she had a genetic heart condition called Long QT Syndrome. short time ago, she caught up with me here in our Upper Lane studio with her son, Oshin. I began by asking her to tell me about Long QT. Okay, so I suppose the general medical term is it it's causes an arrhythmia it's an electrical disturbance in the heart so our heart muscle is healthy but it's just there's an electrical disturbance in it which can be very serious such as what happened to me with cardiac arrest or somebody can die from it I could live quite a normal life once it's caught and treated now when you say it was caught and treated in your case it was by chance yes what you had a sore throat I happened to be in London at the time before I started college working for the summer I had a really bad strep throat uh, a bit dehydrated and stuff so they brought me into hospital and that night I went into cardiac arrest a nurse happened to be passing my room at around 3am or so thank God and um, was shocked back into a normal rhythm So then. in other words uh, you were lucky Yes and this is a story we've heard already this yeah. week you were lucky that you were in the right place at the, at the right, right time. time Absolutely Now uh, when did you twig that this was genetic and that, that yeah. there may not be just a risk to yourself but mm. a risk to your family? Sure. I suppose really I'm going back about 10 years ago and the Cormac McAnallen story was actually on at the time and a couple of other kids who had died, young people who had died and it was suspected long QT. So we'd met with Crumlin, they have a genetics um, department in Crumlin and they explained to me and my husband that Oshin would have a chance of having it or any kids that we would have had a 50%, 50-50. Each child had a 50-50 chance. So it is potluck? It is potluck, yeah. So what we did then, um, would you believe it, our gene was only found last year. So, uh, so she was just confirmed in April and then our four-year-old was diagnosed as well. So what does that mean for the two of them? Um, Dervla, I suppose, had a dramatic entrance into the world. So four years ago here in CUMH, her ECG was quite long dangerously long. So she was medicated straight away and shifted by ambulance to Crumlin. She had it. Oshin had been borderline um, over the years, once or twice. We kept checking them. Once we found out it was inherited, we said we have to keep an eye on them. So we brought them to Crumlin every six months. Um, once Derv was diagnosed, she was put on medication straight away. And once Oshin was diagnosed in April, medication straight away. So he's on medication now. Mm-hmm. And Oshin, sorry for talking about you when you're yeah. in the room. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you in a minute. But uh, long-term prognosis, what does that mean? Does he, will he need a pacemaker? Will he just need to be monitored? Will he need somebody to know around him at all sure. times that he's at risk? For Oshin and Dervla and Aoife, the little middle one, we have a defibrillator at home. We have a, you see, when you go in our front door, we have an AD. We got trained up in CPR. Um, have the defibrillator and there are certain precautions that they have to take which is no competitive sport and um, anything around adrenaline induced kind of activities and stuff we would keep an eye on. Okay and let's ask Oshin because you, you're aware of all of this Oshin. Um you know you're very conscious then that you have to be careful, not be careful but know if you don't feel well or something's not right, then you have to go and get help straight away, is yeah, it? Yeah, I'd have to go straight to my mom or whoever, an adult, to tell I don't feel so good. 
Good. And everybody in the school knows about it as well, and they're um, all good to help you if, yeah, if something goes wrong. Yeah, they're all good in school to help, and a lot of my friends know about it as well. So, yeah. But you're fine. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, yes. there's nothing wrong That's with you. That's the main point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a case of, again, that you could go sa- happily through life, and nothing would have happened even if you totally. didn't know about it, but you just have to be prepared for exactly. the eventuality. We have four generations of Avalon QT we've discovered now through the genes being found, and I was the only one that presented with a cardiac arrest. Yeah, because this is something that it's not like you're testing for something that will kill you. This is testing for something that you can prevent yes, something going absolutely. wrong. Absolutely, And I suppose that is our thing is that you can live quite well with long QT. And that's where the Irish Heart Foundation comes in is because with promotion of information, both in the medical field and in the general public, once people know, we'll say somebody's fainting or there's any kind of symptoms that may twig cardiac, once they're treated, they're safe. Yeah. But untreated, it's very They're dangerous. Not. And that's, that's the story. So that's, we, we, yeah. We've been hearing those stories this week. So tell me, Oshin, what about the good deeds that you've done for Powering Kindness? Who have you helped? I helped my sister the other day and she was sick. So I helped her around in the house and I gave her breakfast upstairs and I looked after her. Okay, that's a good deed. We have to make sure you mm-hmm. register that deed. And listen to any good deeds that you've done? Well, I haven't registered mine yet, so I have to make a little think about it. But certainly, I suppose, for me, it's maybe ringing a friend that I haven't rang for a while. You know, checking in on one of my old aunts who lives over in Yall. Do you know what I mean? Just doing little things like that. I mean, it's the simplest of things, like that making a cup of tea that you made for me, Jonathan, this morning. Because that, quali- oh, that qualifies as a good yeah, tea. Excellent. Yeah, out there. <laughs> so the most important thing is, no matter how small it is, and I have to emphasise that the Irish Heart Foundation... We need money for promotion of information. Oshin and children like him um, go to summer camps. So a regular child has a summer camp, um, be it sports, GA, whatever. So our kids can't attend those. So what we find very important is to talk to kids who have a heart condition to say, this is what you can do, not what you can't do. Okay, and that's the reason why it's very important people register their deeds. Yes. The more deeds we have, the more likelihood it is myself and Sean, who are backing the Irish Heart Foundation, will win out over the other programmes. They're right. very good causes, but we want the 60 grand to come to us. Yes. And I suppose the other good deed that you've done is coming in and telling us your story here today. It's been an absolute yes. pleasure to have you in studio. Lucinda McNerney, Oshie McNerney, the best luck. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jonathan.